everyone. It's Melissa Acosta again, and I'm excited about today's episode of Paralegal Tea Time. It is a relatable topic that many listeners may have experienced at one point or another. Today's topic is how to deal with difficult personalities in law firms. Let's wait no longer and let's give you the paralegal tea and some tips on just how to best approach this situation. So Jess, have you ever had to deal with difficult personality in your prior law firm settings? Well, yeah, there's definitely a lot of tea to be spilled when it comes to difficult personalities uh, in law firms, corporate world. Um, I know I found some common characteristics in my bosses, supervisors, coworkers that are have definitely been to toxic to the workplace environment. And I um, have so much, uh, you know, so much tea to spill on this topic. Uh, how much time do we have here? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, so what kind of, um, examples do we have? Well, I mean, from our, my experience in law firms, I know procrastination is huge. Um, and you know, when procrastination happens and then it becomes your emergency to get something done, that's, that's never fun. One. Yeah. Um, also when a boss, you know, changes their policy and procedure on things day to day. You know, what was good yesterday is not good today. It creates confusion in the office. It creates, you know, low morale. Um, that has always been a big thing for me as well. Yes, very true. Um, one of the things that I find is, um, and not necessarily that I've experienced, but some of my colleagues have mentioned to me is playing the blame game instead of working mm -hmm. to solve the issue. That's Definitely. been a big thing. It's like, it's common. Um, believe it or not, I've heard that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, let's work together, solve the issue. Don't take the time to blame who, who did it, you know, what happened here? Let's, let's solve the issue. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm very big on let's get a resolution to the issue. Um, it's, it's, you know, one of my biggest things, let's solve the problem. Um, another um, thing that I've heard around the industry, as far as being uh, an issue is letting the personal issues affect their mood and atmosphere in the office. You know, don't let your personal issues spill into your professional setting. I mean, I can't Definitely. emphasize that enough. I mean, we all have stressors. We all have issues, which we will get into later on in the podcast session. But I mean, don't let that affect your professional setting. It's very important. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, everyone then, has their problems. Mm -hmm. But let's, let's uh, you know, don't let that affect relationships at work as well. I know. We all come with our own little, you know, um, professional um uh, uh, challenges and uh, we don't need uh, your uh, personal issues spilling into it. <laughs> and then uh, the, uh, the, uh, the last thing that I wanted to point out is just general disrespect and lack of common courtesy in a way that someone speaks to you, which creates overall toxic work environment. Um, you know, that is a, a bit tough to digest. It can mm -hmm. become uh, more serious. In fact, uh, I know you want to touch on that. 
since you have an employment law background, uh, you want to touch further sure. on, on what that could mean, possibly. Sure. I mean, you know, we talk about general disrespect, common courtesy. There is, you know, mean boss syndrome. Um, you know, I'm sure everyone has had to deal with that. But there are some issues that arise in the workplace that are on another level um, other than mean boss syndrome. Um, I do deal with employment law and, you know, for our listeners, if you feel you're being harassed or discriminated against based on your age, race, gender, um, if you have a disability, your sexual orientation, there are laws that protect you against being treated in, you know, a disparate way. Um, so just a public service announcement to our listeners, if you do feel you're you're being treated in that way, please, you know, they're all in all that protect you. Please contact a lawyer if you feel, um, you know, that you're in that situation. Yeah, it's very important. And, you know, uh, just a small disclaimer, we're not giving legal advice. We're just simply pointing out that there's laws that protect uh, everyone. And, you know, a lot of human resource departments in the law firms also provide a phone number uh, to uh, an employee program where you can call if you feel like, you know, the problems that we've pointed out are a little larger, uh, where you need some counseling or some assistance. And also, if they involve any of the issues which Jessica just outlined that become a legal concern, then you most certainly should reach out to an attorney uh, for some assistance. Um, now, now oh, that we've discussed, <laughs> yeah, that is some good tea. <laughs> so now that we have discussed, you know, the problems, let's discuss where this may come from. Like, you know, I'm just curious, like, where do these issues come from? So mm -hmm. before, you know, we go into how to best manage and deal with these types of personalities in the workplace, uh, why are some of these attorneys, paralegals, management staff, why do they act this way? Um, what are some of the contributing factors to these difficult personalities at work? And what are some of the common stressors? Um, here's my opinion, and here's what I think about this issue. Um, also, I did a little digging and did a little research on this. Um, and, and also I did ask some colleagues and here's what we came up with. Uh, some of the reasons why some of these work colleagues, attorneys and staff may act this way is because they are overloaded with their workload and they feel stressed out. So they, as a result, may lash out. You know, I mean, we've all been there, right, Jess? I mean, we've all had yes. a workload where it's unmanageable and it causes us stress, but right. the way we react to that is what makes a difference. We don't all act that way. Right. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not, you know, again, going back to the blame game, it's not, you know, that person's fault. It's it also like, procrastination I'm sure has played into this situation so you know 
just just a, a com just common courtesy respect for your for your coworkers, you know. Exactly. And then uh we did touch on this prior. One of the other um common stressors that may result in this is personal issues that may spill over from your personal life into the workplace. Mm-hmm. That's a big one because sometimes people go, are going through a divorce and that's like a bitter personal issue. And then it spills over into their work life and, you know, they are unhappy at home and then mm-hmm. they bring that same energy into the workplace. And that's just an example of divorce, but there could be many other reasons. Right. Just, you know, I've had a boss just generally unhappy in life. Um, you know, financial issues, you know, can't, can't find a girlfriend, like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just trying to do a good job here. <laughs> I know. We're just trying to do the best we can do yeah. at being a paralegal professional. Yeah. <laughs> um, also another good one is. A lot of the large firms um, may have uh, some layoff, you know, some some downsizing that goes on, um, mm-hmm. and that may happen, you know, frequent or quite often. So there mm-hmm. may be some layoff fears at the large law firms, and these fears, um, you know, may result yeah. in some of these stressors that, you know, when, when there's rumors of layoffs, you know, I recall working in some of the large law firms and there was like rumors of layoffs and everyone would be stressing like, Oh my God, am I next? You know? Yeah. It's like, it becomes a little stressful there. Yeah. It definitely creates an atmosphere of tension and who's looking over their shoulder and you know, what meetings are going on. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So that definitely causes stressors in the work environment. Yeah. And then the last one is very simple and it's hurt people hurt people. So mm-hmm. that's a quote. I, I read it somewhere and I wish I, I had the uh, author of that book, but I, I really don't. But it's, <laughs> it's very it's simple. That, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And I think, and, uh, you know, when we are being treated disrespectfully, that is a good quote to go back to, to kind of, you know, not justify, but just kind of get through it. You know, they must be really hurting inside for them to be treating people this way. And, you know, I, I think it's a good thing to think on. Exactly. You know, uh, like I said, we as paralegal professionals are here to do a job and everyone in general, not just paralegals, just in general, we are humans and everyone deserves respect and a a great working environment to be a part of, you know, to say the least. Um, So let's go over some tips on how to best deal with difficult people. I know everyone's waiting on, okay, how do we deal with the difficult person at work? Okay, let's go over some tips. All right, let's start it off. The very first one, um, very simple. Kill them with kindness. Um, that's just like an ancient saying, but it, yeah. it really is self-explanatory. Like, you know, even if 
the person is not so nice to you, you know, always treat them with respect and, and be kind. I mean, right. you know, even if you don't receive that same, you know, same uh, kindness, just kill them with kindness. Hey, yeah. one day maybe they might surprise you and reciprocate it. Right. Yeah, I found that, you know, I feel like I'm dealing with an unhappy person or that's causing their stressors. I just try to be as nice as possible. And I feel like I definitely get more out of them. And, you know, I think it's, it is a good, it is a good lesson. Um, so I, have, you know, for supervisors, um, not so much coworkers, but, you know, anticipate what they, you know, want on a day to day or what they wish, what they require. Um, you know, having to be told multiple times as a, you know, a professional paralegal, you don't want to be told something multiple times that just isn't good for your attorney paralegal relationship. Um, so, you know, just anticipate what the attorney wants from day to day. That's a good one, you know, because um, I think that the less uh, an attorney has to keep repeating the more that they value the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have a tip. Let's see. If the difficult personality is your boss, prepare the task and assignments in a timely manner. Um, you know, that basically is, is a good way to impress the attorney and it leaves a little bit of, you know, less room for any complaints. Like mm -hmm. if you prepare an assignment ahead of time, ahead of the deadline, um, you know, that's one less thing that the attorney can complain about, mm -hmm. you know? And in fact, it leaves room for a compliment, in, in fact. So that's right. that's a great tip. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um... So my, my next tip is, um, you know, for any issues that arise, you know, uh, a deadline, um, you know, um, anything, a scheduling mistake, you know, that kind of thing, be, be ready with a solution. Um, don't be a problem solver. Don't be a complainer, a blamer, or, you know, don't be a question asker. You know, attorneys don't want five questions like, you know, just be a, be a problem solver. That's a great one. I mean, you know, like it's okay to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear. However, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you become a habitual <laughs> question asker, I think that um, I think attorneys appreciate when you can solve some questions on your own by doing research because you know research should be one of the strengths of a paralegal mm -hmm. um you know of, of a good paralegal so I think that um questions are okay but uh also problem solving and research are also uh okay mm -hmm. um so another great tip is try and get access if you're able to to your attorney's calendar because oftentimes um 
if you're not the one uh, inputting the court deadlines on the calendar, um, maybe some other assistant is doing that, uh, by having access to the calendar, you're able to see the deadlines and therefore you're able to anticipate deadlines in advance and prepare your necessary work in advance uh, and meet those deadlines. Um, and again, that would also impress and give less room for any critique, negative critique, I should say. Um, so yeah. calendar access is something that uh, is provided um, by certain you know, attorneys that they feel comfortable enough to provide that to you, but is another story, but um, it's something that I recommend if, if they're able to provide that to you. Yeah, I agree. Always being in the know is, is very important. You don't want everyone to be in the dark and I think that's a good tip. Um, my next one is, um, you know, admit when you've made a mistake. Uh, I think, you know, whenever you do admit like, oh, you know, I'm sorry about that. I did that. Um, you'll gain more respect from your attorney instead of making excuses. Um, you know, I've seen coworkers try to make excuses and it just doesn't go well uh, with attorneys. They just, you know, they, you know, you want, they want accountability. So, um, yeah, that's such a great one, Jess. I mean, I can't emphasize to you enough how sometimes we are our own worst, you know, um, critique. I mean, if you make a mistake, it's a great learning experience, number one. Mm -hmm you know not to do that again. And number two, the best tip I can give you if that happens is try and find a solution to the mistake before you, you know, go to the attorney with the mistake um, so that you not only admit the mistake, have accountability for it, but also have a solution ready for him to let him know that, hey, not only Am I taking accountability for it? But I've also found a resolution on how to fix it or how to make an amendment to it. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great advice. I agree. And um, another great tip is um, try to build a, a rapport with the attorney or the management staff. Um, you know, try your best. I mean, Yes, it could be challenging. I know it's not easy, but it's worth a shot. You have to work together. And um, why not is what I say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you're working together day to day. You know, try to be, you know, try to bring up something other than work, you know, build a personal, you know, relation, not a personal relationship, but, you know, like, you know, have something else in common, maybe besides, you know, the law, you know, yeah. what, 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 uh, what football team do you like, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, you never yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. What do you like to do on weekends? Like, you know, just kind of build like a something else besides work. Yeah, you never know, you might find mm -hmm. common ground, mm -hmm. just making conversation. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, you really never know. And it's a small world. And mm -hmm. I encourage everyone to try their best mm -hmm. um, to build that rapport. Right. Um, okay, my next one kind of goes along with my last. Yes, admit when you're wrong, have a solution. But also at the same time, you know, if you're basically, you know, have respect in yourself and be able to stand up for yourself when something is being blamed on you or, you know, you are being treated in a disrespectful manner, you know, respectfully, concisely stand up for yourself and then move on and then help solve the problem. Um, I think that, you know, when you, when you have respect in yourself, you'll gain more respect from uh, attorneys. Great. That's definitely great advice. I mean, um, definitely uh, standing up for yourself is is a great um, great thing that everyone should definitely do. Um, and that actually touches on my next tip. It's don't be scared to politely and respectfully stand up for yourself. And um, you know, that's something that is easier said than done, I think, um, especially for anyone who has more of a shyer personality or uh, who's more reserved, I guess, in nature, but uh, it's certainly something that is important to do um, for many reasons. Right. Uh, my next one is something I've kind of gained the confidence to do um, lately you know, now that I'm, I have a lot of time under my belt and, you know, it's basically, if you need more time on something, if you're really in a crunch, if you have multiple projects going on, you know, go to the attorney, be upfront and just ask for more time or, you know, kind of, you know, try to prioritize and just communicate, um, I think any reasonable supervisor will respect, uh, you know, you communicating and, uh, you know, just asking, how can I, how can I prioritize? How can I do this better? I'm really in a crunch. Um, so instead of, you know, stressing and what am I doing and, you know, just kind of communicate with the attorney. That's great. I mean, you know, communication is key, I think. Mm -hmm. Um and if you, what I recommend for that is have a list of your workload with a status ready so that mm -hmm. not only are you communicating to them, hey, I am very swamped, uh, which is another word for I am very overloaded. Mm -hmm. um, you can also hand to them a status sheet with all of your active cases um, and they can physically see that you are working on maybe 15 to 30 cases and that, um, you know, you really need their, you know, um, I guess guidance on uh, moving some deadlines or switching over some cases to assist you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's a, a great tip is to have always have an active status sheet of all of your cases in case you're ever asked to provide it, number one, or number two, in case you need assistance and flexibility um, for your workload 
uh, you can provide it and show proof of your active mm -hmm. matters. Yeah, that's great. Uh, showing your organized, um, well, and your status, and that 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 will help your your cause in you know asking for more time or prior, you know prioritizing things. Yep, and the last tip that I have is if you've tried every single tip that we have already talked about and provided, the last tip on my list is know when to let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've Very tried everything tip. we've talked about here, just know when to let go. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, you'll know when the situation has just gone too far. Nothing you have done is helping. You know, it's time to look for another job. It's and you know, once once you have another job and you're happy, you'll be so glad. You'll be able to look back on that as maybe a learning experience, but you know, yes, let go. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I think that everything, even difficult personalities are all lessons in life and learning mm -hmm. experiences. So, um, uh, you know, these tips, you know, in looking back personally, make me wish that I had some of this information or even mm -hmm. a podcast uh, back when I was a younger paralegal, when I first started in this field. I could have used some of these tips back then, to be honest. Uh, yes, me too. <laughs> you know, um, sometimes, you know, you're so scared and, a, you know, I personally was a shy personality back then. And, um, you know, you get intimidated sometimes in these larger law firms. And if a difficult personality is um, among you, it's, it's very hard to speak up or deal with it. Um, in fact, you know, I can spill some tea on one of my prior <laughs> law firm experiences where I wish I would have utilized some of these tips. Mm -hmm. Do you care to hear this, the tea? <laughs> Please spill it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was a very young paralegal just starting out in my career. And I was uh, at a very large law firm. And uh, one of the partners, and I forget the reason why, I just think that um, he, it was, you know, uh, in his nature to be a screamer, uh, he just, you know, I guess didn't like something and screamed at me. We were in a, in a team meeting um, and I can't for the life of me even honestly recall, but uh, it was such a, you know, this is such a long time ago, but I'm now wondering which stressors was he going through that made him do that? <laughs> you know, was it personal issues, work overload, or maybe hurt people, hurt people? I really don't know. Mm -hmm. But in any event, I wish I would have stood up for myself maybe and simply said, can we talk about this issue privately? And can we, you know, can you address me in a professional matter going forward? Yelling is not necessary. Uh, you know, that's, probably what I should have done. However, 23 years ago, I did not handle it in that way. And I was so shy and simply walked away to the ladies room and probably, you know, cried or something. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I really, you know, wish I had resources like a podcast to listen to and some of these tips would have made sense. Not just tips, but also understanding that there are stressors that cause these types of personalities. Um, um, you know, it's important for us to handle these tips and have an understanding and, you know, why some colleagues or bosses or attorneys, et cetera, may act this way. Mm -hmm. Do you have yeah, an experience I, or some tea you'd like to spill? I do. I do. And I totally agree with you that when you are 23 years old and you're just getting into the workforce and you're just, you know, so happy to have a job and, you know, bosses and busy attorneys, they can be very intimidating and, you know, very unapproachable. Um, my first job out of college, I was uh, at a medium-sized firm and, you know, just learning the ropes and, you know, I made a mistake. I made a scheduling mistake and I got screamed at over the phone. And then when the attorney came back into the office, he proceeded to scream at me in front of the whole office um, again and shook his finger at me like I was five. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was humiliating. It was demoralizing. I'm a young legal assistant, still learning everything. And um, I think I also excused myself to the bathroom and cried in one of the stalls. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, with hindsight being 2020, and I have a few more years under my belt. Um, my tip for any young paralegal or any paralegal dealing with a personality like this is, you know, maybe meet them head on, meet them in their office when they return, you know, own up to your mistake like we discussed before, um, suggest a solution and, you know, you know, just kind of command the respect of the attorney so he's not you know, maybe hopefully not as mad and will not embarrass you in front of the entire office. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great tip. That I mean, that was nice. That was my tea. That was your tea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we both had similar experiences. Um, but yeah, I mean, knowing what I know now, it would be different because, you know, we would have a conversation about whatever mistake they were upset about it could be mm -hmm. fixed or it could be rectified um and i would take accountability and mm -hmm. have a solution right or we can discuss the next steps right um in any event i hope these were some helpful tips but guess what time it is it's paralegal tea time <laughs> and um at the end of each episode we like to give um three tips um and they're called paralegal tea time tips um and today's tea and top uh tips are uh the top three ways paralegals can network all right let's have okay. a drum roll <laughs> okay the top three tips paralegals can network are as follows join your local paralegal association. So this is great because each state should have um, 
uh, paralegal association um, or multiple, so you can choose. Um, I, I say each person that has an interest in this should do their research, especially if each state is offering a, multiple associations. You can see which one uh, you're interested in, which one has more benefits. And usually there's an association fee. Um, so you can, you know, pay the fee and then join the membership and uh, start enjoying all the memberships. Usually there's association meetings, which allows you to network with other pro paralegal professionals. And um, that's how you get to be meet people and um, get new opportunities. The second tip is join your state bar association. Um, so this is great because usually a lot of different counties have their own association and also your state should have one as well. Um, there's a lot of different uh, opportunities within the association. So I encourage every paralegal to look into that. Uh, the third, opp uh, the third uh, opportunity is check out different apps. I know this is a 2022 and we are in a uh, different world now. So a lot of the apps may offer different uh, networking opportunities. I know that there's an app called Alignable and that app is for professionals and um, it is an opportunity to network um, and you can post your, you know, your business, your law firm on there or your paralegal freelance business or whatever the case may be. So that app is available on iTunes and it is free to download. And that are the, you know, those are the three top tips. Mm -hmm. Woo! <laughs> Those are great. It's always good for paralegals to network and, you know, be a support system for each other, for knowledge and just, you know, it's great to, you know, have a group that you can, that you have this in common with. Definitely. I agree. Um, okay. Are we sharing our favorite tea? Yes. <laughs> we talked about tea so much. Um, we want to share our favorite teas to drink and mine is seasonal wellness, organic throat coat, mm. and it is great. It supports throat health and immune function. It is the lemon kind and I actually love it. It is absolutely great. And I drink it, uh, you know, almost every day. And it is great. And I buy it at Target or even at Amazon.com. And what's That's your favorite good. tea? Um, shout out to David's Tea. Uh, unfortunately, they left the mall that I go to. But um, I used to love going in and picking out, um, what do they call it? The free loose leaf tea. Like any flavor you could imagine. I love like, oh, the wow. ginger flavored teas that they have so um and they come in cute little canisters and i just i love david's tea and i need to find it a different location so. that's amazing that sounds <laughs> great yeah 
Well, we definitely looking forward to trying new teas. So <laughs> if you're out there, let us know what type of tea you like. Yes. All right. So that's all for today's episode. I hope you found some helpful tips and tricks. Um, tune in next week where our topic will be paralegal salaries. Should paralegals get paid more? Um, and we'll examine our roles and uh, how our salaries line up with those roles. So thank you. Great. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week.